Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to Red, Red, White, a novel of true love and light. Written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2021 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 13. Hey, Teach. The halls felt so small, but the sounds, lockers, and smells were all the same. Walking into the art room was exhilarating for me. The easels, metal chairs, paint-splattered walls. It was a perfect playground to expand the mind and release the spirit. The bell rang and students rushed into the room. I was instantaneously thrown back to junior year of high school. Backpacks, gossiping, kids jostling and teasing each other. Before I addressed the class, I closed my eyes and asked the universe for strength and guidance. Hello, my name is Evie Prince, and I will be your painting instructor for this session. I interrupted the chatter and could feel all eyes on me. Okay, to start. How many of you have painted before? I looked around the room at the few hands raised. Great. Well, I hope I can provide the people who have painted before with some new techniques. And for those of you who have never painted, my hope is that you will discover a new world of creativity. Let's go around the class so you can tell me your names. This is for my own notes. If you feel you need to make up a name, please make it a good one. And no, I will call you that for the entire session. However, I'll know you're goofing me since I have the class roster right here. I held up a sheet of paper. The kids went around the room, and most of them gave me their real names. There was always one, but in this class, there were two who needed to stand out. One girl, Sophie wanted to be called Bubba, and another boy, Jake, asked to be called Rufus. By the time we got through the names and giggles, we only had 15 minutes left in class. So, I provided them a brief lesson on the differences between oil paints versus water paints, and why I preferred to work in oil. Just as the class was about to break, the door opened and a young man entered. Hi, can I help you? 
Uh, yeah, I'm Josh, and I just got placed in this class. I looked at the roster and checked off his name. Hi, Josh, welcome. Have you painted before? Uh, no, never. He looked around the room nervously. Great, you're in good company. Neither have I, I replied with a grin. Before Josh could sit down, the bell rang and the class dispersed quicker than I could say dismissed. Josh wasn't so quick to leave. He was looking at his schedule, trying to figure out his next class. I could tell he wasn't from the island. Did you just move to the island? Yeah, he responded. How did you know? I could just tell. You from out west? Yeah, California. Well, welcome to the island. Josh looked up from his class schedule with a surprised look, like no one had said that to him before. Then he smiled and said, Thanks. On my way out of the school, I popped my head into the teacher's lounge to see if Mr. Frank was around. Hiya. How was your first class? Mr. Frank asked, his voice filled with curiosity. Short, by the time I got them settled and we did introductions, I only had a little time to do my lesson. I wouldn't worry too much about that. You can jump right into it for your next class. Any words of wisdom? He laughed. <laughs> just be yourself. They are human, just like you. If you make a mistake, oh well. They prefer when a teacher is real. I wouldn't try to be their friend or act their age. That ship has sailed. <laughs> he chuckled. Ha ha. Yes, it sailed a long time ago. Thanks for the reminder. I teased with a disapproving look. I taught two days a week, so by the second week, we got into the groove. The class seemed to enjoy each other. There was plenty of banter, so the energy in the room was high, but we still got work done. Those who had painted before really had skill, and this was just an outlet for them to have more creative time. For those who hadn't painted before, there was trepidation to open themselves up. Okay, okay, everyone, settle down, please. I want to start today's class with a slideshow. I've noticed that there is concern by many to open yourselves up to paint freely. Please understand that I'm not grading your paintings. Your exam will be on the techniques that I teach you. So, after today's slideshow, I hope you'll feel comfortable just being yourself and enjoying the painting process. I started the slideshow with my early paintings and asked for the class to critique them. Thank you for being so polite, but what I take away from your comments is that they are just okay. Now, let me show you how I currently paint. There was a murmur in the room. Okay, so what do you think? Bubba, how does this painting make you feel? The class giggled, hearing me call Sophie Bubba. It is different. In what way? I asked. Your first paintings were nice, but this one is edgy. Would you classify it as ugly? Well, it's dark. Exactly. 
That is exactly how I was feeling. I entitled this painting, Me, because I was going through a lot of emotional stuff. I looked over to see Josh raise his hand. Yes, Josh? I can see struggle, but there's also clarity. Nice. You are correct. When I painted this piece, it helped me work through my feelings. That is how I paint all of my work. I paint my feelings. This is what I call the something-something technique. The something-something technique? Rufus asked sarcastically. Yep, made it up myself, I responded. Let me ask you this. When you sit quietly, do you ever hear a voice in your head? The kids all looked at each other like I was crazy. Yes, you may all think that I'm crazy, which I could be. But if you allow yourself to listen, you will hear a voice. I call it my higher self. Some people call it God, others source. I didn't know this was a theology class, Anne yelled out from the back. It's not, just hear me out. Before our next class, I would like all of you to find some quiet time and listen. You will hear things. Some may be positive, some negative, but you will hear. I don't want to know what you heard, but I would like you to paint the emotion that you felt when you heard it. The room got quiet. I went through the rest of the slideshow to reinforce the difference between when I was just seeing and painting to when I was feeling and painting. The bell rang and everyone bolted from the room. Josh lingered. What's up? I probed. Uh, he paused. I just wanted to say that I understood what you meant about hearing a voice. Does it scare you? A little. What I hear is bad. What do you mean, bad? Mm, never mind. I, I gotta get to my next class. Josh grabbed his bag and walked out. Per usual, I stopped by the teacher's lounge to chat with Mr. Frank about how things were going. So, teach, how did it go? Today was a great day, I announced. I introduced my something-something technique. Well, that sounds really technical, Mr. Frank choked. It's simply painting your feelings or emotions versus just painting what you see. Hmm, what did they think? I was crazy, but it seemed to resonate with one student. What is Josh's backstory? Funny you should ask. His story is similar to yours. Moved here to live with his grandparents after his mother died. Oh, it seems like he's looking for some help or friendship. Well, you would be the perfect one to help him. I, I don't want to interfere. Wonder if I didn't interfere. Good point. The following week at class, I asked everyone to jump right in and start painting. I had positioned the easels in a circle so that no one could see each other's work. It took some time, but by halfway through the class, everyone had paint on their canvas. 
The bell rang, and unlike other days when everyone bolted, it seemed like they didn't want to leave. Okay, everyone, do we need more time to finish these paintings? A few students said yes, Josh being one of them. All right, I'll be here tomorrow for two hours, 12 to 2. If your schedule allows, you can stop by and finish up your pieces. If that doesn't work for you, email me and we can hopefully find some more time. I hadn't seen Granddad in a few days, so I offered to make us dinner. I made a nice crock pot of shredded beef with homemade tortillas and all the fixings. Hey, kid, this is superb. Nice to have something different. Glad you like it. Can I ask you something? Sure. What is it? When I first lost my mother, how did you reach me? What do you mean, reach you? Well, I know I had to have been closed off, but somehow you always got me to share my feelings. Why do you ask? I have a student who may be in the same boat, just moved here from California to live with his grandparents after his mother died. Oh, well, I gave you your space and just planted seeds. I tried to relate to you as best I could by letting you know that other people have similar feelings. You were confused, and I tried to let you know it was okay. You did a good job. I didn't know it then, but you really kept me grounded and feeling like I wasn't alone. We are never alone. I arrived at school at 11.30 so I could get set up and take some time looking at everyone's paintings. Right at noon, I heard a knock on the door. It was Josh. Come on in. Hi, Miss Prince. I have your paints set up right over there. Thanks. Josh went over to grab his paints and set himself up. Josh, did I ever tell you I lived out west? Well, more middle, but many consider it out west. I moved out here from Colorado, moved into my grandparents' house. Oh. Yep, I moved to the island after my mother died, and I came to live with my grandparents. Went to this high school for a couple of years. I could see Josh looking at me from over his canvas. It was rough, but Mr. Frank. Hey, do you have Mr. Frank for Trig? No, I have Miss Bennett. Oh, I had Mr. Frank. Anyway, he was always nice to me. Made my time here pretty nice. If you have time to meet him, I would. He's a great guy. We didn't talk much more after that since more students arrived, but I planted the seed. Next class, I had all the paintings arranged like they were in a gallery. No one knew whose was who. I asked the students to write about their feelings or the emotions that they felt after looking at each painting. Once everyone had finished, I arranged the comments next to each painting and wrapped them up so they could take them home. Before everyone leaves, stop by my desk and I will give you back your paintings. They will be wrapped and I will include your classmates' comments. Next class, I would like to see if the emotion that you felt painting your pieces was the same emotion that your classmates felt looking at the pieces. I looked around the room. 
Does anyone want to share how they felt after this exercise? It was kind of cool, Rufus shared. Yeah, I could get some stuff off my chest, another student admitted. Good, that was my hope. As my grandmother told me, the more emotion you feel when you paint, the more it will be expressed in your painting. The bell rang and everyone filed up to my desk to pick up their pieces. When I got to Josh, he said, Thank you. But I could tell it wasn't for the painting. Before I could get to the teacher's lounge, Mr. Frank was at my classroom door. Guess he said hello to me today. Who? Josh. Oh, good. I told him you were a nice guy and that you helped me when I came to the high school. Gee, thanks. I appreciate that. I wanted to make sure that he had someone to go to since I'm just a flash in the pan. I wouldn't say that. There's been a buzz about you. I heard what your students have been saying. They enjoy your class. Mind you, they won't tell you, but I heard it myself. I blushed. Thank you. This has been a real eye-opener. It feels good to share my love of painting with others. The following week's class was an emotional eye-opener for many of the students. So, how do you feel about the comments your classmates made about your paintings? Were they correct? No one responded. Hmm. No one has anything to say? Josh raised his hand. They were right. Wonderful. Your emotions were felt by the viewer. That is what every artist hopes for, that what they are trying to portray is felt, or it creates emotion in the person experienced the painting. Anyone else? Mostly they got what I was trying to say, Bubba added. Good. Well, I hope this illustrates my earlier point. The more emotion you put into your painting, the more the viewer will feel. Since there was little discussion, I gave a brief lecture on composition. Per usual, when the bell rang, the class was out of the door immediately. Josh, however, lingered. Josh, thanks for your comments. The class was a little quiet today. Miss Prince, can I ask you something? Sure, what is it? He paused. Please don't think that I'm weird. Of course not. Well, I hear voices all the time. Ever since my mother died, it seems like I can't not hear them. Did you hear voices when your mother died? I didn't know it then, but yes, I did. There was a lot of internal struggle. I wasn't told how my mother died. After I learned of her death, my grandparents acted like nothing had happened. I was confused and felt like I had no one to talk with. I wish that were my case. My grandparents can't stop talking about my mother and how they miss her. Can you understand why they say that? Yes, but it makes me feel guilty. Why? Josh lowered his head. Because I couldn't save her. I don't mean to pry, but 
Can you tell me how she died? It was a car accident. My mom was driving and someone ran a red light and hit her directly. Once I came to, I couldn't get her out of the car. They pulled me away before the car exploded. Oh, Josh, I am sorry. That is a lot of emotion to be carrying around. I don't want to go home after school because my grandparents cry a lot. She was their only child. They are in pain, just like you are, but you are all dealing with it in different ways. Is painting helping you? Yes, I can get out my frustration and anger. That is wonderful. Do you have the ability to paint at home? Not really. Okay, let me think about this and see if there's something that I can do. Josh just looked at me. Before you go, let me just say this. Try to look at your grandparents through the eyes of love. What do you mean? Try to put yourself in their place. It may be hard, but if you can understand where they're coming from, it replaces the frustration and anger with love. Believe you me, I know it is hard. I've been doing this since I moved to the island, and I continue to do it. But I have learned a lot about my grandparents and me in the process. Tonight, instead of just going to your room after school, why don't you ask your grandparents, if they could tell you about your mom as a child. There will be tears, but it will also bring up happy memories, and you will learn things about your mother that you would never have known. Josh, this is going to be a journey, but it is better that you deal with it now than, like me, wait till you get older. Emotional pain can stay quiet for a long time. And when you least expect it, it will smack you upside the head and turn your world upside down. I poked my head into the teacher's lounge. Mr. Frank, can you talk? Outside? Sure, Evie. What's up? Didn't think I would see you today. We walked out into the courtyard and I gave him a recap of my conversation with Josh. Well... That is a lot of emotional baggage for a kid to have. Yes, I know. He said that painting is helping him release his frustration and anger. I know Josh's situation is different from other kids, but I can see that many kids are dealing with emotions that they just don't know what to do with. I was thinking... That you could teach more kids how to paint and to find a productive way to release their anger? You read my mind. Great minds think alike, he said with a smile. Let me get with the guidance counselor and some others and see what we can do. That would be wonderful. You understand that if I can pull this off, you're in for the long haul. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath. Yes, it's time to pay it forward. Reminder, when you look at a situation through the eyes of love, you put yourself into the other person's shoes. 
If you can understand where they are coming from, it replaces the frustration and anger with love.